Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Bruce Haven. Today we're in Fisch, Switzerland, and we're talking with Michael Alras. Michael, thank you for being with us this morning. Thanks for having me here today. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, just your, did you grow up in the church? Were your parents members? Yes, I was born and raised in the church, and my parents were also members of the church. Even my grandparents and the, when my great-grandmother was the first member of the church with her eight children. And when that was in Germany? It was in Germany. They were refugees from, from Eastern, which is now Poland, Eastern Germany back then. Mm -hmm. And uh, after the war, or during the war, they came to mm -hmm. Western Germany and settled here. Wow, that's a wonderful heritage. What was it like for you growing up in a home like that? Were you active in the church as a, a child? Yes, we were always active in the church. I had a wonderful father and mother who did everything for us. We were eight children at home. Mm -hmm. I'm the oldest of eight. So and did you uh, did you feel you were developing a testimony at that early age, or was that uh, what was your you know I guess especially did you feel a kind of relationship, a connection with God, or was it more with the church? I think it was more with the church, but also with the family in the church um, that that gave me an understanding of belonging together and also um, a faith. Um, a part of it. We, we always love to go to the church and all the activities, dances and, mm -hmm. and parties that they had, pioneer parties and, and so on. And we love the activities. And I had my friends there too. Yeah. So as time went on and you were growing up in this kind of happy, secure atmosphere, uh, did your faith just kind of continue to grow? Did you ever run into any bumps in the road? I would say my faith continued to grow. And, and I always felt that the church is true, but still there was a time where I did not want to obey Heavenly Father, uh, where I just wanted, to, where I was proud to, too proud to do what is right and wanted to do my thing. So I left my family at an age of 17, or shortly before my 18th birthday, um, just being also a bad example to my siblings. Um, but so you left them, you mean you moved out? I moved out. Mm. I moved out and lived on my own, went to school in a different place and had my own life for some time. And so you really weren't active in the church at that time? I was not active. I, I, I went to family um, occasions or um, when we went to church, of course I went as well. I always I felt I, I belonged to the church. I told all the people that I met then that I was a member of the church. But I didn't really act in some ways. How, how, what do you think was going on there? How, how, what would explain the difference between what you believed and, and what you did? Well, the thing was, is I, I believed that the church was right and true, but I also knew that with the things that I did, I felt like I could not be an active, good member of the church, in worthy standing. And this, and this, made, and this kept me from going. Okay, so you didn't you didn't feel what qualified or worthy to, to be an active church member. Yes. Yeah. Was this hard for you, or was this was it? Were you pursuing something that you kind of wanted to understand? What was what was it about? Well, I I just felt like I was um, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. I didn't want to commit to something that I didn't understand. Maybe. Uh, to the full, full extent or so. I, I had faith in the things, but still I couldn't act like this because I knew I wanted to do something, just just be myself. Okay, that's re really not that unusual, as you know. You know, you, you 
you're going out on your own, you're trying to find who you are, and uh, how long did this last? This it lasted about two years when I, when I lived uh, this, this kind of life. Whenever I, I, I met with members of the church, um, I felt, felt home, but I still felt not, not part of it some, somehow, because I, I was not worthy enough, or was, wasn't good enough, or, or I thought, what, what, what do they think about me? And so it's always, it was yeah, always it's some personal uncertainty. Yes. Okay, so uh, so what happened? Did you did you you finally came back? That sounds like yes, that's right. I I I felt like that I had to make decisions that impacted my whole life, and not the moment. Oh, so there was a difference in your perspective about time, about short the short term and the yes. long term. Talk about that. What do you think uh, caused you to see that difference when you hadn't seen it before? Um, I think I, I, I started really looking into what, what it was that my parents taught me and what the church was in my previous life. I felt happy and safe and everything was going on. I went to all the activities and, and was an Eagle Scout and was a priest and so on. And, um, but... but um, I really felt like uh, I need to, to, to change something to be more real to that. Okay, good point. So, so which was more real, the, the adventure or what was real about your decision to come back? Did that feel real or...? or yes, it felt real. I, I remembered all the things that my parents taught me uh, and, 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 and I wondered why they have taught it to me. And did you find some answers to those questions? I did. When I, when I started reading the scriptures because I wanted to find the answers, I felt like things were opening up and, and, my, and I understood my parents. I looked closely how they raised all eight of our children um, in circumstances of their daily challenges. And I wondered why they have taught us these principles that they have taught us. It sounds like Enos in the forest. You know, I remembered the words my father taught. Yes. So as it happened with Enos, uh, you know, he was, he, his was especially a kind of pleading to the Lord to understand. Was that, how would, was your relationship with the Lord different after your uh, period of wandering around? Or was it, was it the same? How, how did it differ? Well, uh, when I was active in the church in a, in a younger age, I always felt that the church or the people around me were the ones that carried me through it. But, but I did not probably have a relationship really to Heavenly Father. And, and then, then after that, or in this time when I thought, okay, what, what is it that I really want in my life? And I wanted to have a wife and children and family and, and be successful also in a job. And I, could, and I knew that I would just do that um, with, the, with the help of the Lord. I, I just felt like this, this was something that he wanted me to do. And then I started to have a relationship with Heavenly Father and, and understood the atonement of Jesus before I did not properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have that experience and some people just keep wondering. I wonder what the difference is. And maybe you don't know either, but you've had some experience since then. You've been a leader in the church yeah. and in the places where you've served in your ward and your stake. As you've watched uh, other people and you compare that with your experience, what would you say 
to people who are wondering about this, what was the difference between what helped you come back and others, as you watched it, may not have seen that or felt it. And maybe you don't know that, it's just a personal choice. But what, what do you think? We have a son right now who's struggling as well. He's the youngest. And, and I feel kind of very related to the situation I was in when my father was in a position like this with me. And, and I'm wondering, what, what is it um, that's, uh, that's going on in his mind? And what would change it? Mm. Um, right now I can, I can just tell, as I felt uh, myself before, years before, that I was only concentrating on myself. So it sounds like part of the change was a shift in focus away from yourself to other people, which is kind of paradoxical because what's really going on is that your own relationship with God is becoming stronger. It's as if uh, the more you're connected to Him, the more you care about others. It's, is that, could that be? That's, uh, that's exactly how I feel about it. And, and that's what I see in my son as well right now, because he's more concentrating on, on his own, but not really caring about others. And, uh, and I felt when, when I started to come back to church and was able to serve others uh, in the capacity where the branch president assigned me to, I, I, I completely changed my focus and, and, and had a much better relationship and felt the peace of, of my service in my heart. And I felt like Happy Father was, was glad that I'm doing that. Hmm. Uh, so that That's, and I know you're reminding me of, of another Book of Mormon story. Well, Enos too. Once he had that experience, he, he began to feel a desire for the welfare of his brethren. And that's when he asked the prayer that led to the place being preserved. And that's, I wonder where that comes from, that the Lord bestows on us this desire for others. Maybe it's charity. Uh, what, what, uh, then what happened? So you saw that change, you began to, to go a different direction. Yeah, Continue then, on with the story. Well, this story continues um, with a simple fact. I had to repent. I was starting to do what is right, but still I had the the obligation. I felt something was on my mind, on my soul, that I could not take away myself. So I had to um, talk to my priesthood leaders. I had to uh, change my my attitude towards things. I had to um, study more and and, tr and try to find the peace. And and it came. I, I attended ch church, and there was one Sunday where I remember that uh, where I. I stood up and bore my testimony about uh, about this change that kind of happened in me, and at that moment I felt like all the pains, all the sorrows that I had before, and all my sins were taken away, and and that that was the moment where I felt like okay, this is this is the principle that he wanted me to learn and understand, and and then continue from there. Now you're sounding like I'm with the younger. <laughs> I can remember my pains no more. So how has that helped you, that experience, in, in trying to guide other people who, that you've counseled and supported as they have had different challenges? For me, um, there was a question that always came to my mind is, what, what have I done with my baptism? Um, that This question helped me to understand that it's not done being a member of the church. It is and being, being baptized. It is a continuous 
um, progress in, in things. And I have to study and work and challenge myself all the time, throughout my life. And I was able to, to give others um, support through my experiences that, that, that you could change and just be a better again. Hmm. And that you um, could, could have this personal relationship with Heavenly Father that no one can, can really take from you. Uh, and it's not dependent on others. It's, hmm. it's just... Was there ever a time during this experience when you, when you thought of just leaving the church? So I never thought about leaving the church, but, but I felt like I was disconnected uh, with the Lord. Um, but I can't remember the thought that I yeah. had before. <laughs> well, maybe I could ask this question, especially in this day and age. You know, you're young enough. Surely you were aware of the criticisms against the church. There, there are people today who are pointing out everything that's wrong with the church, and some members listen to that and think, oh, the church must, you know, maybe they haven't told me the truth or there's something wrong. Were you aware of, of claims like that when you were having your questions? I was, I was not really aware of it because I felt like it would, it would not relate to, to me personally. Oh. I, I, I always felt like despite their experiences or thoughts, I just needed to find my personal it was a connection. Personal quest, yeah. um, anyway, my, at that time, my father, I think probably maybe because of my challenges, he was challenging himself about um, why, why has he spent all those years to raise the children in this, and he started to look for uh, new answers to his questions. Oh, so he started wondering maybe, why hasn't the Lord fulfilled his promises to me? I've taught my children, I've taken them to church, and look what's happening. Was right. It sort of like that? Yeah, it was sort of like that, and, he, and then he started to um, question also his, his personal testimony about the church, his experiences. Of course, there were members who offended him. Of course, there were. He was not um, maybe because of his job or that he had. He had to work day and night shifts. He was maybe not a priesthood leader like others, and so he was questioning a lot of things and probably more other people. But it ended up asking many questions about the truth of the church, and he he became to know with. Um, organizations that were close to the church, where they called themselves close to the church, but but were just far away. Far from, away from the church. From the so he, so he, did he uh, withdraw from his active activity in the church himself? Yeah, it took some time. Yeah, and and uh, to, to think about it, but he was always in this process of okay, well, this this can't be true, or maybe they have also part of the truth. Some other churches. Um, fundamentalistic, um, um, fundamentalistic um, church sects, or yes, so I would say, and um, and he was looking at them. They were using the same scripture, but 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 their behavior was way more open. He uh -huh. felt like, and so he felt okay. But maybe I, it's not that strict. It's not that that uh, how how my home ward is is handling it. Maybe it's not the right way. Maybe it's just a little bit open hmm. and that's that's how he started to um, to question all his faith and and stopped going to church and and then even um, left the church hmm. um, for for some some years some years really huh? yeah 
So what happened to him? Did he finally come back? Well, it, the one thing that, that always um, stayed with him was the testimony of an eternal family. He was the father of eight children and, and he loves us. I, I always could tell. He would do anything for us, as well as my mom, of course. But um, I think back, back then, um, all, the, all the scaffolding that he built up around the family felt like it was falling away. Um, and then, so he had to start again to build up and stand on his own. You were just saying something really significant, I think, that connected uh, the temple and the atonement and his feelings about his family. And it sounds like he was discovering some things about the atonement that were similar to what you discovered. So even though he knew about it in general terms, like you, he also needed to find out for himself after he had faced the prospect that maybe his, he was losing his family at an earlier stage and now he made this great discovery uh, for himself. So how has that affected him since then? Is he, where is he now? Is he well, it took, it, took, it took some years where he even separated from the family for some time. So he moved out as well. He left my mom and the children alone for some time. Um, just because he was also, um, just felt like he needed to figure out everything on his own. It was not the right decision <laughs> when I think about it, but, but it was the right process. And, and, and it took, took him some years to stu study and find um, the truth of the gospel in his own life. And he started to, to repent as well. And, uh, and, and got baptized um, again in the church and made the covenants with Heavenly Father um, very uh, meaningful again. Um, yeah. So interesting, these two experiences, your, yourself and your father. Uh, I know someone uh, right now who's going through something similar, who's, who is, uh, kind of thinking of leaving his family and he needs to figure things out because he too had been raised by parents who kind of expected him to live the gospel but now he's going through the painful process of deciding for himself is this true what would you say to him uh, based on what you've learned from your experience and your father's if you could just see him sitting right here and he's struggling leaving his home and his family's thinking will he ever come back what would you say based on your experience? Well, there's only one thought that I have, but, but, and that is, if he believes in God, I know that there is, that, that there is an answer for him. And, and that helped me. If, I always felt like if there's really a God, and that was my only, my little seed of faith that I had, if I would believe in, in a heavenly father, I knew he would love me. And, if, and, why, and this is why, why he wants me to, to, to learn from him. And then I started, and my father did as well, to learn from him through scripture, through prayer, through following the prophets, through going to church, even if it sounded kind of weird yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah, the well, moment when you are kind of... Let me, let me ask a question about this. It's so interesting. Some people who are struggling say, oh, don't tell me to just pray and read the scriptures. I've heard all that. But you're saying more than that. You're saying that those things 
build the connection to God? Yes. Is that what you're saying? And yes. the, really, the power is from God in their relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think we're, we have time for maybe one more question. Sure. Michael, I'm so glad you would join us today. And you are honest in your experience. Uh, if, if, you, if you could just say one more, uh, offer one more statement about what you've seen and what you see in the world around you. You know, you're, you, you've had some leadership positions in the church where you've watched people come and go. You've seen missionaries who want to go and can, and you've seen members struggle with uh, people who question their faith or attack their faith. Uh, maybe you've already said it, but it, it, as you sort of think back on our conversation, is there something you would say to them? Uh, by way of your well, in any way you want to, it's uh, because they're the people who, who might be watching, and, and I think they would they'd like to know, you know, help. I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Help me. What would you say to them? Um, that's of course a hard question, um, but it's the one thing that that really helped me to understand the role of of, of Jesus and Heavenly Father and my role in their plan of salvation was the Book of Mormon. Was reading the Book of Mormon about and, and comparing it and liking it unto me. I was, I was thinking about Enos, as you said before, how he received answers. Uh, the brother of Jared, Nephi, of course, or the, or the missionaries, the faithful Moroni and Mormon at the end, how they thought about um, all the things that they have seen and, and that helped me in my, in my situation back then where, where I needed some, some help I looked back and saw and thought about the things that I have seen mm -hmm. that I have felt and then wondered how, how can I really have this connection with Heavenly Father as Nephi had as Enos had and others had and so I read about their lives and I read what, what they have done and how the Lord has blessed them, led them over oceans and things like that. And, and, and I never felt like it was a story. I, I felt like it was really a meaningful uh, pathway or, or a meaningful, um, I don't know how to say that, it, it was just meant for me. A message. For a me. message for me. Yeah. And not for, for everyone. Okay. So I okay. really like yeah. that. So that's what. Let me just react to what I think you're saying. If you read the Book of Mormon as a as a young person, you know it's these are stories. This is interesting. Yeah. This is great. You know you can like the Book of Mormon. You can love it. But then when you go through the really hard experiences that you went through or your father went through, now you go back and read the Book of Mormon again. Yes. You, you see it with new eyes. Now it's a, speaking to you in a personal way because you're discovering the people that, that you're reading about have gone through what you have. Yes. And now, is that right? Now you see things you didn't see before. Absolutely. The Book of Mormon helped me, or the scriptures, or those messages through the Spirit. I would not say it's, it's a book that helped me. It's the Spirit of the book that helped me. Uh, okay, that comes that, from the story. Yeah, yeah. That, that helped me to, um, to go through hard things. We have lost a son ourselves. He, he passed away five years ago. And, and, and I, I do not know 
how I could handle all that, but I still have an impossible peace in me. Um, That's an interesting phrase, an impossible peace. Yeah. You know, there's a scripture that says the peace that passes understanding. Is that what you mean? It's yes, that, that's how I feel. It's not, you cannot make it up yourself and it's not just, just a feeling. It's, it, is, it, is, it is complete and I'm not worrying about it all. About the situation, the future, about anything. It doesn't trouble my heart. And I know, and I know this, this peace comes from Heavenly Father through the connection and relationship that we have with Him. Mm. And the scriptures help me uh, just to understand how He felt about His children, yeah. how they went astray and came yeah. back, yeah. or He had to teach them. And, yeah. and, That's, uh, Michael, thank you. It's so real. We appreciate your talking with us you. today. Thanks very much. Thank you.